0: 127 on the mic exists simply as an extension of our college ministry 127 at FBC Brian. Our prayer is that this podcast be used in accordance with you belonging and investing into a local body. We hope that this resource is growing in a relationship with and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yo, yo, yo! How about them Rangers?
1: <laughs> Seven game losing streak. <laughs> Woo! That's our hope so at this point. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. No, it'd be funny. Uh, I'm a terrible prophet, so there's zero chance it's happening. Who knows, dude? Maybe. There's no shot. I think I have his sneeze. Keep going. it happen. Do it. Do it. I'll talk about like that.
0: It. Do it. How about Do the it? Astros, Dude, I, I hope we get one win in the next two weeks. That's what I'm hoping for.
2: <laughs> hey, I, I already told you, y'all series is next. are like super easy. They'll play oh, yeah. Washington and then Cincinnati and then... <laughs> I think y'all play there the, it is. Y'all play the Mets, which are like the definition of bad in june are you are you red sox
0: man no. red
1: sox man he's over here <laughs> Over there. how are you doing are, i'm about i'm like the red sox we're, we're 500 <laughs> keeping it 500 i'm just right there in the middle how, how are you recovering from garage sale are you still are you still worn uh i wasn't super tired yeah because i actually played the sleep sleep thing really well i mean this may be released like a week and a half post garage yeah, sale but yeah um that's like post VBS. Yeah, play. it would be post and I'm avoiding VBS. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I was up really early. Dude, you uh, were up so early. So we had to be up here at 530 to start setting up and start cooking and try to be ahead. And, and people love breakfast tacos. And so that was just like a nonstop. But it was, yeah. it was busy and fun. And we made, made some money for some college missions. Maze, maze made money. made some money for the college missions. Mm. And, uh, and next year, I think it'll be even cooler. Yeah. But to set and records. We set two records. Mo- yeah, most money sure. ever sold the concession stand because <laughs> it was the first year, first one ever, and uh, most money sold at the garage sale. Yeah, most I think money nice. sold. I think now that people Earned. know that it's there, yeah, you know, it
0: might get a little more, a little more traction. There are a lot of people out there. It was good. Are
1: you? How are you doing? Are
0: you tired still? Yeah. I am exhausted. Worked harder
1: than any, well than me, and then Caleb.
0: He definitely yeah. did work harder than me. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a long week, but it's one of those things that uh, you know you get rested up after and it's it's rewarding you know but yeah, you're not you're not gonna have to do as much this week so hopefully we'll see what happens v- good thing is is vbs is only half the day yeah not yeah. like you know eight or nine a.m until six or seven p.m is it morning or evening
2: morning morning
0: really nine to nine to noon nine to noon wow good time for a nap and then you know evening college activities mm-hmm. whatever those those are in the coming weeks i don't really know but hanging singing out what, yeah. what is coming up we got stuff going on. <laughs> he has no idea. Good play, dude. Good play. What are you asking stay about? Stay tuned, man. We have things.
2: Uh, I mean, we uh, get on the group me. Going, going home on Friday to see my family, and we're going to watch baseball. But yeah, stay, stay on the group me. Like John said, we're doing, we're going to Houston on Saturday. Yeah. To try some ethnic food. Oh yeah, we are. So that is a Saturday. We're gonna, night. we're gonna make Zach try some Indian food. Yeah, it's gonna be a success. Some Indian food. Is there any alcohol in that Indian food? <laughs> yes. oh, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. I, Indians. It, it's more. They're more wine, but yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah, I
0: mean that's alcohol. Wine.
1: Yeah. yeah. Am I trolling? I, I don't, I, I don't know what Indians drink. Yeah, so, it, it's. Yeah. So I don't I mean, think they cook with it. <laughs> I
0: mean,
2: were I, <laughs> you okay? I broke my mind. Indians <laughs> Indians cook with red wine. You, you like surprise yourself. Maybe the face. The was
0: that strong. <laughs> they use red
2: wine in their curry sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Isn't there <sighs> red wine and white
1: wine? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what what All the wines. Yeah, there is. Well, if you couldn't guess, that was the <laughs> smoothest transition for an episode on alcohol. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it's smoother than Zach's DC, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. Because that means my intro was really good then. Because. This is really smooth, except that it's gone, so. Are you still there on the floor? Oh, it's on the ground now. Nice. This week, we're going to talk about littering. <laughs> l- l- littering. Well, welcome. Welcome to, to 127 on the mic. East 127 on the mic, F. This is where we record the, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, today, we're talking about alcohol. I already said that twice. Uh, so, why do we why do we even need to talk about alcohol as Christians? Like, what's what's the big dealio? Like, you know why? It's in the Bible.
1: It seems self explanatory. I mean we took communion today. We did. Was that red wine? Straight up Welch's no. well, no. it's probably like great value. Yeah. <laughs> Grape <laughs> juice. Um but I mean that's the the easy transition for anything alcohol based is like Jesus literally, and there's there's mm. really no way to push against this at the table. Said so yeah. every time you take this, remember. Yeah. R- remember my blood now now he wasn't saying drink wine and remember my blood that wasn't the prescription um, but it was when you have common food which for them would have been wine and unleavened bread that's the most common thing to think mm-hmm. about. when you have common food remember my sacrifice yeah. and and so the standard of alcohol being okay I'll say that was already put in place mm-hmm. at <laughs> the Lord's Supper yeah. yeah now the funny the funny side of this I grew up in a really small town, pretty Catholic small town too. But mm. like most small towns, are going to be pretty Catholic because it's just traditional thing that you do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so if your your grandmother, great grandmother, grandfather was Catholic, then all of you are Catholic, and that's just the thing. I would drive from from our church to to our youth pastor's house where I lived for a little while. We had passed by the Catholic church and going down the street one time, uh, the policeman was was standing with the with the Catholic priest. Oh gosh. When he had finished communion in the Catholic Church, you have to finish anything that's opened, and so they use wine in the Catholic Church, God and man. and so he had to finish the bottle. Oh my God! Or whatever was opened mm-hmm. um, before he went home, and he got pulled over and got a ticket because he was riding his bike while he was drunk. Wow! Yeah,
0: I didn't it, know that was a thing.
1: Yeah, he had to go like he was just a it was a public intoxication, just <laughs> cruising on his bike and wasn't wasn't going real well, and uh, yeah, got in trouble. This is a... This is cool to watch. This is a random
0: question, because sure. I, I mentioned red and white wine earlier. Is, <laughs> is, is there a reason it's red and white? You know, like
1: the blood of Christ and made white as snow? Oh, my word. Uh, I think it's the type of grapes that they use. Oh wow, man. <laughs> but That's deep, though. <laughs> it could be. You know? You never know. You never know. We have a two-stage communion. <laughs> you have the red first, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you, you, you have the white, white afterwards, yeah. and then everybody stays here for to a be while. made white as snow, you have to first have the blood... On yeah. your behalf. but it's it, good, Zach. But white wine is clear. That's fun. And so is it because white as snow or is it clear? I mean, well, Jesus sees our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so, clear. I don't understand. Clear. Remember Space Jam? Larry <laughs> Bird's not white? That man's clear. <laughs> Golly. I don't remember that part, but okay. That's the best part. When uh, Eddie Murphy's playing ball golf. not Eddie Murphy Uh, what's his name I'm terrible with actors Uh, I'm terrible Michael Jordan no the uh, he was he's an actor in Space Jam and he's playing golf it's not Eddie Murphy he's Uh, let's see (sighs)
0: actors
1: he was the guy that was in Groundhog's Day well wait Bill Murray Bill Murray Bill Murray I said Eddie I said Eddie it's Bill thank you I'm so bad with actors I am too actresses names I can't believe that he just asked that question I mean it was a good one (laughs) carry on alcohol <laughs> You have any
0: original thoughts like why do why do we even need to talk about it uh, i mean it's easy to
2: i think have polarizing opinions about whether or not it's okay or like whether or not that it is and i think it's just a very controversial topic that needs to be talked about because i think there's an easy um way to handle it wrongly on both sides yeah. So uh, it's a controversial topic that needs to be talked about. Yeah.
0: I think, I think we all in the room could agree that alcohol could be used for good, but also can be used for, for very bad, very negative uh, consequences if, if used poorly. So on the first side of it, how can alcohol be used for good? You have
2: something to say? Or? Go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, obviously there's a verse we, a lot of us know, but First 1 Corinthians ten thirty one that, so whether you eat or drink, do all for the glory of God. Mm. And John had just mentioned communion, uh, that you're you're sharing this common meal and this common drink, and you're remembering Christ. And so I think that obviously is a good instance where uh, you they're remembering Christ over their drink. Mm. And I think even another like um, situation we, we see a lot of the times in the Bible in weddings, they're they're sharing um, a drink to celebrate this this event and you see like jesus in john 2 that he turns the water to wine and so i think that's obviously a good uh voice crack that's that's a good situation where, um you, you could drink responsibly <laughs> to the glory of god um to celebrate events so
0: <laughs> sorry
1: that was what you did <laughs> i didn't donkey noise yeah i mean uh the question is just as it's good. I think he answered that that pretty well. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the things I learned when we were on staff in Sherman is is the the reminder to celebrate well. Yeah. Um, it's just a, my nature is not that mm-hmm. um, so often because I think part of it is just like I'm looking to the next thing yeah. often and so it's like hey we did it just keep going instead of hitting pause to to celebrate um, and and I think for for a lot of people uh christian and not that that is just part of the celebration and yeah. i think when you walk through ecclesiastes when you walk through other verses there's mm-hmm. there's some things that that point to that um I, and then paul paul talking to timothy it was like hey you use this wine as a medicine um and so there it has a medicinal pur- purpose you can look at studies now i think that that using certain certain types of alcohol in moderation uh can can help hearts and can help other functions um, because, uh, Joe Rigney wrote a book, uh, the things of earth, and this is kind of in that, mm. uh, because it, the, anything that God made yeah. its original intention is, is good. Mm. And so, so there's a redemptive purpose. Mm. Um, now this argument can get really, really out of hand really quick. Um, but I think the stuff that the Bible prescribes, um, positive aspects to, um, can also be used in negative um, in there, which we'll probably talk about, but but I think the the celebration side of it, even the medicinal side um, for alcohol, is all mentioned in Scripture. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's good. <clears throat> uh, like you said, I mean, it, it's all over Scripture, um, and I think that's the biggest challenge that people have is because um, I think we've talked about this on the podcast so many times, but but we as humanity just abuse what God deems good hmm. and abuse it to a point where it becomes bad, and yeah. so. On the flip end of that, how can alcohol be used in a way that's that's negative to ourselves and to others and ultimately to humanity? I mean, first thing I want to say is I heard it said that the higher the
2: possibility something has for being good, even the higher the possibility it also has for being evil mm. and used for evil. And so I think like alcohol is a great example there, because I would say it has a very good, um, like John said, very good benefits if you use it well. Um, but also harmful effects if you don't use it well. And so I think obviously like Ephesians 5.18 says, don't be drunk with wine, but instead be filled with the spirit. So obviously a quick uh, negative is when you're um, inhibited by alcohol, you obviously can't think straight and you can't um, do all things for the glory of God. If your mind's not even there, I think that's Mm -hmm. a clear um, way. So I, I think that's one answer, but also too just really, um, we see in the fruits of the spirit, we see love, joy, peace, patience. And, and the last one that is written is self-control, hmm. um, probably because self-control is the hardest. And I think when when you're drunk, your self-control is obviously at a zero. Hmm. And so I think it's it's hard to image Christ when you're drunk with a hmm. self-control of
1: zero. Yeah. So that, that's some of the things I would say.
0: Good.
1: Yeah. It, the the question we talk about sinfulness of alcohol, uh, I, I would, I can, he, Caleb said this pretty well. I would take it to its simple form. Um, is it a sin to drink water? Yes. Yeah. Like there, for <laughs> you, it is it's like 100%. He's like diet, <laughs> was, diet coke or joke. die. Um, because in, in the grand scheme, people were just like, no, well, if, if I see someone in need and I have water mm. and I drink it, I've just sinned. Yeah. Mm. If. Um, if someone said, Hey, that water is contaminated and it will kill you <laughs> and I drink it, I have just sinned. Hmm. And, and so like we can take these things to their extreme. Yeah. Um, and I was in a family that took it to the extreme. It was yeah. my mom's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And she was in and out of rehab, and she fought for that, but it was just an addictive thing that literally—I mean, it killed her. Had mm-hmm. Cirrhosis of the liver, and and that—that's one of the things that she died from. <laughs> just a just a horrible, horrible life. And so, as much as we talk about the positives, and and Caleb just brings up the best point that I think has ever been made on the podcast: the the greater something the the, the greater potential for good that something has then mm-hmm. we flip that. And you can look at the addictive nature of stuff in society. Yeah, our current battle, I think, is on a on a sexual front. Something that God made to be incredibly um, mm. beautiful and powerful, a reflection yeah. of His goodness and and powerful and good in its proper context, and and we've the world has perverted it. We do that yeah. with food. You can do that That's with good. alcohol. You can do that with so many things. Um, and what's funny is, the Bible assumes that people are going to have sex and mm. have it in the right way. Mm. The Bible assumes that people are going to drink alcohol. For Timothy three, yeah. deacons should not be a slave to much wine. Yeah. But it, I mean, in that assumption, it basically says that all of them are going to drink it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so there's, there's an assumption there, uh, Psalm 104, that, that wine is a happy gift from the Lord. Mm. And so like, even the the Bible just prescribes like the goodness of this, that when we take it to its extreme and try to find our, our ultimate happiness from it, Mm. that's when it's perverted and broken. Um, But you can do that with every little thing yeah that's good alcohol is easy to blame mm-hmm. but it's also dangerous i mean it has to be handled rightly but we do that you could do it with water yeah yeah it's really true absolutely <laughs> absolutely. absolutely
0: uh so in scripture i think you brought it brought it in ephesians was it 1, five? 5 18. 18 there it is uh
1: do not get drunk with wine
0: do not get drunk <laughs> with wine so a lot of a lot of question people people have um and i've just heard this you know listening to other podcasts and being around college students is how are you even supposed to know your point of drunkenness if you've never you never reached it? like where where is the line and and then people go okay well I've never been like I've never had a drink before so don't I need to know where my line is but then that in itself to know where you're at you yeah. know what I'm saying like that's that's the hard <laughs> the hard battle I think it
2: really just depends are you trying to
0: sin or are you not because
2: I, I think if you're going into this with I'm only going to drink so much that I don't get drunk. You've already missed the mark. Yeah, flee from temptation moment, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as we we talked about the the good benefits of alcohol, it's meant to celebrate and to bring people together. But if your intention with drinking is uh, only that you don't want to get drunk, then you're not even really enjoying the drink at that point. And so I think um, your mindset going in has to be filled with self-control of I'm only going to drink this much because I know – that once I drink this much, I can't enjoy it to the glory of God anymore. So I think you have to be clear going in and not, um,
0: trying to get as close to the line as you can yeah. without crossing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which, which I think is, it, it goes down to a couple of different things, it, like through the spirit being self-control. Um, but, but also maybe we can put some standards out there if we want to, especially for college students. Uh, one be of legal age. We'll 21. We'll go ahead and be of legal age. And so like, yeah. some of you heard the story of us going to Mission Hope Haiti and we were there with the team in Haiti's drinking ages 18. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, there's a lot of college uh, students from an unnamed college that I'm not going to say uh, on the podcast uh, that were there. They, it wasn't A&M, but they were, uh, there's a lot of college students there that just attacked this, yeah. this resort bar on our day off. And it led to just foolishness. Yeah. And we we're watching it like this is going to be bad. Um, there there is no like when we talk about it and we ask that question, there's no biblical prescription to drink it. Mm. That's the first. Yeah. And so so a person who's like, I've never drank anything, what's my tolerance? It's very little. I'm just gonna go ahead and say <laughs> that out loud one. No. But also, what is driving you to that point? Mm-hmm. Because that if, if you think, if you're questioning it or you're around people that are questioning it, um, then Romans 14, 21, mm-hmm. yeah. don't do that. If yeah. it's going to cause a brother or sister to stumble, then don't. Um, one, and there's not a biblical prescription. Two, we yeah. get around it in the Baptist circle where it's like, we're not even going to do alcohol at communion. Yeah. Um, mm. Just because it can be a stumbling block. Mm. Um, if we did that in our church, the, oh, the number of questions that we would have answered, yeah. Yeah. Um, asked and we would have to answer. Uh, and what's funny about that is we did communion at our house one time, Mm. um, during Christmas or something. And I wasn't even there uh, for this. I think I was, it was a, probably some storm or something. And I was at the church and Alyssa was at home and they did communion there and she didn't have grape juice. And so she used red wine with the boys (laughs) and, and Finn and Calvary's like, that is the nastiest stuff that I've ever had in my life. That's going to be most people's response to that. Mm. Um, but I, if you're trying to figure out what your limit is, that's. I mean, you're, you're towing the, don't get drunk with wine line mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. which you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and you're also struggling with the causing people to stumble. And so I would, I would say be 21 college student, but also surround yourself with people mm-hmm. that, that you trust that have your back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that should be with every sin. But if you're yeah, like, Hey, maybe. we're going to celebrate and we're going to celebrate with one of the gifts that god gave us which was alcohol together and i'm surrounded by people that we know we're Mm -hmm. going to hold each other in check this nobody's going to act a fool here they have my back i have theirs Uh, and community is going to be the thing that drives your response to sexual sin your response to food sin your response Mm -hmm. to alcohol sin your response to all of those things if people have your back i I think that's not going to be a big issue for you
0: yeah that's really good so on the flip end of that um and you kind of hit on this a little bit, but is it, is it okay not to drink? And I know we did an, an episode on, on legalism. That's, that's where this kind of gets tied in Is people would be like, oh, you're not going to drink. That's, that's legalistic of you. Uh, because it doesn't say in the scriptures to not drink. Yeah. Um, and so is it okay not to, and in, w- in what ways may it turn legalistic? Like how do we stay away from that, but also, you know, being okay with not drinking it?
2: I think obviously once again, it goes down to your motives. And so suppose y- someone knows that they don't have a lot of self-control, I I would stay away from alcohol. If if you know that you don't have the control um, to do it to the glory of God, I think it would honor God to stay away. I think know your limits, as John said. And so I think in that instance, it wouldn't be legalistic to not drink. But I think the the moment it becomes legalistic is when you pass judgment on those who do simply because you don't. And Mm -hmm. so that, that brings me to Romans 14. Um, Verse 2, John kind of mentioned 14.21 earlier, but Romans 14.2, which says, One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Verse 3, Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It, It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld for the Lord to make him stand. And so I I think it's this idea that in Christ, we have the freedom um, to drink or not to drink. Mm. And so it's foolish to pass judgment on, on one person who does um, simply because you don't. And it's also foolish if you do to pass judgment on those who don't because um, freedom is for freedom. Grace is to to supposed to unite us together, not to drive us apart. And so I, I think it's uh, once again, it goes down to your motives. Do you know that you can control it? If so, you you can do it. If you know that you can't control it, I would stay away. Mm-hmm. But know that you're not better off or worse off simply because you do or you don't.
0: Yeah. And that takes, that takes a lot of maturity to know uh, where your heart is at and it takes an inward look to, to know exactly, can you handle this? Yeah. Um, and that's why it's important to surround yourself with people in case you do have a lapse of judgment or, or fall short in some way that there's people around you to, to pick you up and scoop you up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just go into the, we've talked about it a little bit, sure. I was just reading this first Proverbs chapter 23. It kind of nails this, that, that it's not a have to, mm-hmm. and I think at any point that it becomes a have to for your celebrations, then you're probably already in a dangerous space. It's good. Um, because uh, Proverbs 23:30, those who linger over wine, those who go looking for mixed wine, don't gaze at wine because it's red, because it gleans in the cup and goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and it stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and you will say absurd things. And it goes on, talks about like if you drink it, you're going to be like a guy who's sleeping on a boat at sea, <laughs> um, just tossed around. Uh, w- when it becomes the thing that you have to have for it mm. to be a celebration instead of so something that adds to the celebration, then you're already in a dangerous yeah. space. Like this is not a party without mm. without wine um no, it's not a party without your people. Uh, yeah. it should always be the approach and th- this just adds to the celebration aspect of it. I think that's what um one of the ways that God intended for it is just to it's an add-on making yeah. things um in some way increasing the celebration. I don't even want to say that it I don't want to say that it makes it better yeah um it's just an add-on to the celebration, like balloons at a party mm. they're pointless, but mm. for some reason they make them better yeah. <laughs> that's good yeah
2: and i think for those for those listening if if any of you are struggling with this just how do you handle this please read romans 14 because it's it brings a lot of insight into how you can as as a christ follower live in a way that honors god wherever you stand on this issue because god wants to bring us together not not apart and so please read romans
0: 14 that's that's what i'd say yeah that's a great transition thank you for that so with, with people looking at themselves, uh, in the original question, this actually got submitted a while ago. Uh, and, I, and I feel like I hear this pretty often, especially with roommates in college, um, with other people that struggle or just like have it in the house and there's disagreements with um, consumption of alcohol. I've heard about it with uh, college students and parents and, and things of that nature. So how do you discuss it with other people who you, Um, And I know there's a ton of different facets in this and Mm. not one size fits all, but um, maybe just some ideas of how to discuss it with people, maybe who um, are abusing it and are believers or um, maybe aren't believers that you just have an issue with, with their consumption or any sort of scenario that that y'all can can think of. How would you address those?
2: I mean, obviously if if you're approaching unbelievers, you have to respond with the gospel of Christ that, um, that, that has to be the first thing because you can't hold them to a standard of Christ when they don't even know him. Obviously, uh, if, if you're speaking to believers who are abusing it, you could go to the thing we we mentioned last episode of habitual sin. Uh, are you really in Christ? If so, why are you doing this? Um, and if they're legalistic about it, I would say on the flip side, you could say, um, it's for freedom that Christ set us, set us free. Why are we living under the curse of the law again? And you notice that all three of those things are wrapped up in, um, the gospel, the fact that we're free in him. And so we don't have to be yoked anymore, uh, to the law, to the curse of the law. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing, uh, and two, John kind of mentioned it earlier, but, uh, in our motives to, to drink and all these things, uh, our, our first priority has to be love. Mm. Uh, the first fruit of the spirit <coughs> is love. Mm. And so if, once again, if you were to read Romans 14, you see that, underneath all of the this is what you should or shouldn't do is is how can we love our brothers and sisters well yeah that has to be our first priority how do we love our brothers and sisters well Um, and and what are some of the things that maybe we need to do or need not to do Uh, abstain is the word used there abstain or not abstain from in the presence of our brothers and sisters so that the body would be uplifted Mm, that's good
1: he's typing i was i was I was Googling something. Um, Googling. I was just Googling something. Um, we can't, and, and Caleb said this, like, you can't let personal preference be um, like your guide to someone else's sin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is just is an irritation. I walk through this, again, coming from an alcoholic family and um, in a small town hyper Baptist, no. No drinking, no dancing, mm. no cussing. No, like you just, and you weren't around those people that did that. Yeah. Like that, that was probably even worse than you doing it yourself, mm. uh, as if you hung out with them. Yeah. And so, so even going through college, it was something that I was wildly fearful of. Mm. Uh, that, and and not, I don't know. I, I, fear is probably a really good word there. Um, scared of it, but also just like scared of the 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 view of it. Um, if somebody saw me Mm -hmm. around it or saw me with it. And what was funny is, uh, Matt, I've shared this with you guys before, uh, a friend and I went to a bar when I was in college to sit in the parking lot and share the gospel with people. It was a thing that we did. The first time that we went there, as soon as we pulled up, two guys, guns in both of our windows. Hey, give us all your money. Wow. And I was like, well, I'm a poor call. Co- I had four dollars. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Travis, the guy that was that was driving, had like two hundred and forty dollars, and he gave them. and, and two things happened. As soon as they ran off, mm-hmm. we called nine one one and watched the police come out of the parking lots because I mean we're in a like yeah, in a college yeah. town, and so there's police there's a police presence there everywhere. And also Travis looked at me and goes, why do you only have four <laughs> dollars? Well, I'm, I'm a poor college kid, but but it kind of reiterated my life like I don't need to be around this scene at all. Mm-hmm. Like the the first time that I even come close to it, I almost get shot. Yeah. for four dollars, <laughs> um, which is which is hilarious mm-hmm. um, in, in that space. But I always functioned in that like. If you did it, you were sinful. Mm-hmm. It ruined my family. It's gonna ruin yours. Like, like I just took it to the the extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. As a, as a functional irritation, I've grown in that. have grown in that in a lot of other spaces too, of like how my upbringing affected my response to people. Yeah. Um. Because because a lot of times I was unloving in my response to them. Mm-hmm. And so when when we function in grace, when we understand. The grace that has been given to us, and then and then we see that with with a roommate who's 22 who brings alcohol into the house and who's not sinning and who just does it casually and it's just an irritation to you, uh, then your response has to be grace filled, mm-hmm. yeah. and you can you you have the ability to go hey in my house alcohol makes me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I, I just need you to to hear that, um, and it may be your roommate has a loving response to you and go okay I won't do this around you anymore. Yeah. Um, or then you get into a weaker brother argument or, you, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things that can come from that, but you have to have an open conversation with them. Um, and the flip side of that in America is like we have to understand maybe more so than than, excuse me, any other country. Uh, alcohol is just a dangerous thing in America. Mm-hmm. Um, just just looked it up uh, about 40 percent of all traffic fatalities in America is a result of alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and And so like even that. Yeah that should be motivation for people. Um, like that should be law changing. Yeah. Like at that point, bars should be like, I'm only serving you one drink and put a mark on your hand and then you can't have mm-hmm. anymore. Um, mm-hmm. but we don't do that because there's this big financial thing that's yeah. tied to it. Mm-hmm. And so we, we bend rules and all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. but the danger that's wrapped up in it, it's, it's, it's an unbelievably dangerous habit uh, to get into. And so handling it with people, with love, um your handling of it the understanding of how dangerous it is it's loving for you to be careful and it's loving to encourage those in your circle to be careful uh with it yeah it's
2: really good yeah i think a, a verse that's uh, sorry i keep going to romans 14 but <laughs> 17 for the kingdom of god is not a matter of eating and drinking but of righteousness and peace and joy in the holy spirit verse 18 whoever thus serves christ is acceptable to god and approved by men so then let us pursue what makes for peace for mutual upbringing, upbuilding. And so uh, once again, if your motive uh, is peace and mutual upbuilding, then you're in a good spot. Uh, so I think all of those things, be, be focused on love, be focused on what is the best thing to do for the other people in this scenario. And I think if you can do that, then you'll, you'll honor Christ
0: and and i'll put this out there and then if you all have any other thoughts we can we can wrap it up but um it's okay to to not drink if you've had family members that have struggled with it or friends that have struggled with it Uh, but don't like john was saying don't let that um, taint your view of other people partaking in it in a godly way um and and let um i don't know using it for a reason that that's glorifying to god is okay um even if you don't uh see yourself partaking in it. And so um, yeah. enjoy it in our, a godly way. Be 21. What are you going to say? I was going to say our God is so small
2: when we put him in a box and say that he can't, he can't operate um, and, and be gracious to those who drink. Our, yeah. our God is so small when we do that. Yeah. Uh, so don't put him in a box. It's good. Don't belong there. <laughs> <laughs> God don't belong in a box.
0: He outside the box. What do you got? <laughs> thinking about it? Yeah, we done. Yeah. I think we're done
1: Alright Cheers See you. ya <laughs> Just Cheers Somebody thought what I what got What you it. got in that
0: container Hey what They clang there <laughs> They're together i a plastic bottle Is that red wine Or red white wine God. I Does got that- the white man I got that white wine What do you feel A water snow? bottle
2: with <laughs>